When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to Duck Insider. Insider. Man, it feels great to be a duck. Give it to me, baby. My house. I'm taking it there. Third competitor. They'll want to put the O on. Three. Got it. We're going to compete to a standard every day. The Oregon standard. Rebound. And it's been in. The opportunity to play, put Oregon on your chest, should mean a great deal to you. Unloads on one into left field. Back toward the wall. This program is staged to compete and to win championships. Oregon wins! This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, let's talk Oregon athletics. Welcome inside the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider is brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union. It is game day here at the University of Oregon for Duck Baseball. Pre-game show at 445 up against the Portland Pilots at 5 o'clock today. It was supposed to be game day for Oregon softball, but due to inclement weather, uh, those games have been canceled between the Ducks and Portland State. Uh, feel free to exchange your tickets for any future Duck home game. Um, go to goducks.com forward slash tickets for more information. It's also Athletic Director Tuesday, and we have the, the head boss here today, Rob Mullins. Rob, thank you so much for being yeah. here with us. Great to be here. What's what's going on these days? I mean, <laughs> it's a busy time of year, 11 days away from the spring game. No, there's a lot going on, obviously, you know, when you, you – look at the spring sports and and all that happens in the spring and um yeah quite busy uh lots of home events um lots of teams you know women's golf teams competing in the pac-12 championship already so the the spring championships are underway yeah i want to get to all of those sports but football i mean a driver of the operation spring game is always a, a great opportunity for the for the fans to get out and see the team uh before the team takes the field in the fall. It's a great event every single year. No, it is. And obviously, um, you know, what we do with Food for Lane County, you know, uh, you know the appreciation uh, for military that day, 
and then it's just a chance for for all ducks to gather. And you know, over the last several years, we've been able to have thirty, forty thousand in Ots at Stadium to show you know our our our, our team. Uh, as well as prospective student-athletes, the passion that we have for Oregon football around here. Um, it's a fun day. Yeah, it really is that extra game day that not a lot of schools get to have. It really does feel like a traditional game day. Yeah, not, you know, not at the level that we do. We're very fortunate, um, and obviously uh, you know, it's free admission. We ask um, folks that are coming to, to bring uh, some food for Lane County. That's, that's you know, a great partner of ours uh, that day produces a, a lot of food uh, for those in need in our community. Uh, but it is a chance to celebrate. And, and just so happens this year, we also have a baseball game at PK Park right after. And, and you know, for those years when that schedule aligns, uh, we've tended to fill PK Park, which makes it a great day. Yeah, absolutely. And we're already seeing PK Park get more and more full, even without that day. Maybe maybe a top 10 level attendance crowd at PK Park on the spring game. That could be a goal of ours. No, absolutely. I mean, in fact, I think we could, you know, maybe I I think the Oregon State game, we had, what, the seventh largest crowd ever, um, you know, on that Saturday. So, yeah, you know, our marketing team has done a great job. You know, we had Bark in the Park Saturday uh, with a great crowd. Um, And, no, it would be fun to have, you know, 40,000, 45,000 at the spring game and see a, a large sea of those folks move over to PK Park and, like you said, maybe get a top 10, top 5 crowd all-time at PK Park because there's a lot on the line for Oregon baseball um, as we come down the stretch here, uh, particularly given the fact that we beat uh, you know Stanford, a top 10 team, two out of three last weekend. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. By the way, 38-79, the attendance number for the game against Oregon State. Let's, let's make that our goal to beat that for uh, April 29th, just 11 11- days away also on the spring game pretty cool deal this year a couple of guest coaches uh, <laughs> gonna be on the sideline yeah very recognizable actually and uh, happened to share a number uh you know two great 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 former ducks and you know I, I think that's you know there's a lot of things to see at a spring game one is to, it, it's fun to get back together um with all your tailgate friends um and seatmates, uh, but also um, you know, there's a lot of new faces. Um, you know, with the transfer portal now, uh, the roster turnover with graduation, you're going to see a lot of new faces, um, and, you, and you get a first look at that. Uh, and then you have the fun elements, like we mentioned, you know, the food for Lane County support, you know, the military appreciation, and then, you know, you have game captains like Javon Holland and Marcus Mariota. Well, look over your left shoulder at the portrait. I mean, we don't we don't bring that in for just any interview. That's yeah. why he's here today. Uh, yeah. That's going to be great to see with Mariota and Holland on the sideline. It's also an event that can kind of help springboard the department and the fans into the fall if you're looking at ticket sales available right now. No, absolutely. Again, I think it's it's a way, you know, that's why as as many programs have gone to charging for spring games, um, as you start to see that as these games start to happen, you know, we have kept it free. Um, because we want to say thank you to the fans. We want that access. We want that, uh, you know, kind of that, that, that festival atmosphere. You've seen the programming that we've done around it from a marketing standpoint. You know, uh, with, with, you know, last year we had Common Kings down on the practice field post game, which uh, people really, really enjoyed. And, you know, there'll be some other elements this year. Um, and again, we want people moving to PK Park to, to really impact the baseball game. That's right. I'm excited. Uh, also, Looking ahead beyond the spring sports, the surplus sale, I wanted to give you an opportunity to to shout out the entire equipment operation here at the University of Oregon. Yeah, you know, the, it, it, you know, listen, it takes a lot to, to run a program of this size um, and the great work that our equipment staff does all the way from, you know, managing our, our relationship with with Nike and Beaverton and, and working with all our programs. You know, they play a key part in helping us fulfill that student athlete experience. Um, you know, they're, they're here plenty of nights. They're here plenty on weekends. Um, they are standing out there in the elements every single day supporting our student athletes. Um, and they do a phenomenal job. Um, and this is kind of a, an annual tradition now to help us create space uh, for the new equipment that arrives. Um, and it's also a great way, um, you know, to provide uh, some unique opportunities for our fans. May 6th, the surplus sale. I know perennially it's like one of the, 
It's one of the favorites for the the fan base. To, it, to it is. It's, it's 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 quite a sight to see. Um, you know, folks come in, and you know, it's kind of like Christmas in May. There's <laughs> there's lots of smiles as people come in. Christmas in May. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Hopefully, the weather's a little bit better. But uh, before break, quickly on Oregon men's basketball, I feel like we're getting some momentum going in the off season, especially when you have the big fellow and Folly Dante coming back. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, and Folly's been a great member of our program, and, and to have somebody like that from a leadership standpoint to anchor the, you know, the 2023-24 team, uh, great young man. Obviously, you can see once he got healthy, the growth that he had. Um, you know, he's, he's a phenomenal young man. He's a great player. Um, and that kind of experience can, you know, provide you what you need to springboard to a great season. Yeah, it's the style of play for me, the the heart that he plays with, the fact that he does it on both ends of the floor. Another season of that, I mean, I, that could be very fruitful. No, and I mean, I think the fans gravitate towards him, right? He's been here for four years. He always has a smile on his face. Yeah. Even when he's not able to be in the game, he's having an impact uh, from a leadership standpoint on the bench, engaging with the crowd. Um, you know, he, he's he's just really fun to be around, and he's a joy to watch play. Yeah, momentum in the offseason for Dana Altman and the Ducks. Well, it is the spring. we got a lot of spring sports to talk about, including Coach Lombardi and Coach Waskowski's teams. That's coming up after this break. We have Rob Mullins here in the studio with us, Duck Insider coming back on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. We're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield. Uh oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart, heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. To your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Okay, welcome back to the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union. Jordan Brenner and Rob Mullins, the athletic director for the Ducks, joining you on a Tuesday afternoon. I mean, we got to get through a lot of programs here. The spring (laughs) is busy, Rob. I want to start with baseball, though. Yeah. I mean, a historic week, and you take two out of three from a top ten team. The pitching, though, in particular, boy, that was fun to watch for the fans. It was fun. You know, when when you have uh, a native Oregonian and Jace, uh, you know, stacking on great starts upon great starts, you know, to have a, what was it, a three-hit shutout against the number seven team in the country. Uh, What a great game. In an hour and 57 minutes, uh, you know, that was an efficient, that was efficient work. Uh, And then to back it up on Saturday and to have Logan, uh, you know, perform so well to get back-to-back complete games 
uh, with incredible showings. And really, when you even back it up further, those you know we had a, a good midweek uh, win where mm-hmm. a couple of wins where everybody you know you got to see some guys who haven't been playing a bunch. Um, and obviously, it, it spring sported Betch, Bryce Betcher yeah. uh, into Another a starting role on the weekend. Here. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was a great week. Um, and you know now all of a sudden. You know, you start to look at the weekends that softball and baseball had. You know, as we come down the stretch, you get into this conversation because in those sports, I think fans will remember, you know, the top 16 teams get to host the regionals. Right. Huge advantage. And we start talking about coming down the stretch. This is the the time that you want your club to start playing the best. And there are early signs that for both Coach Lombardi's team and Coach Wazikowski's team, Boy, they're they're putting it together at the right time. No, they are. They both have played um, really strong schedules. I think uh, Oregon baseball has a top what seven strength of schedule so, RPI fourteenth. Right. Softball's done the same thing, and you know both teams have had you know some injuries that they've had to figure out. And now that you've got the lineups, you got the rhythm. Um, they're they, like you said, Jordan. They are playing their best at the right time. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk more about duck baseball because i feel like if we're zooming out on the program you see a lot of momentum and a part of that is well you're starting to see ducks at the major league level doing it on the biggest stage that to me is a big part of it no it is and then again you, you just it, you, you kind of build this foundation and you just and you just keep adding to it and mm. um you know coach was has done a phenomenal job um you know first when he was an assistant here and now at the head coaching job and and for those that were able to go to the kind of the the season kickoff uh, luncheon that he hosted and had you know the likes of Tyler Anderson and David Peterson yeah. you know and Scott McGuff um, and Jake Reed uh, congratulations to Jake and, and Janie on the on the birth of their first child um, you know all back then you can just start to see how this duck family comes together and like you said it just builds incredible momentum yeah take fans inside that event I, I, oh, I think it was it re- phenomenal it really uh you know, a lot of credit does go to Mark Wasikowski for trying to, to bridge the past to the present. No, he did. He really wanted to bridge the past to the present um, in the sport of baseball at Oregon. You know, kind of, you know, separate, you know, bring together the modern versus the original. Um, and I, th- I mean, listen, that was a heavy lift for Waz uh, while he's trying to prepare his team for the season uh, to get on the phone and the number of phone calls to bring back so many greats and to create a program that was compelling uh, to, to get the number of people there and celebrate Oregon baseball because that's what it really was about and locking arms and going forward. And, um, yeah, he deserves a lot of credit for the vision, um, but equal amount of credit for the, the amount of time and energy that he put into making it just a phenomenal event. And, you know, special thanks to a friend of the program, Harold Reynolds, yeah. uh, for kind of being the keynote speaker. Um, it was just a great celebration of Oregon baseball. Yeah, it's cool to, you know, on any given day, you're walking around PK Park and there's Harold Reynolds right. firing up the guys, <laughs> which is uh, which is a lot of fun. You know, I think you're right. The execution of that has been great, and there's some new banners that are recognizing the history of Duck baseball around PK Park. It's really been a department-wide success story uh, building out this baseball program because – Hey, when the product on the field is good enough to get to Omaha here in the near future, it's nice to see that backed up with recognition of where this program came from. Yeah, and and no, you know, Coach Waz is is willing to engage. Obviously, this is a fantastic baseball community, um, and when you try in the history, tie in the history and tradition, and you do things like marketing did this weekend with Bark in the Park. Um, and a number of other things, um, you know, kind of the Sunday stroll. You know, there's a lot of programs, um, you know, that are in place. And we've seen great crowds. You know, when the weather, uh, you know, is is nice, we have seen an impact. That pit crew section at, at PK Park has been phenomenal this year. Yeah. Um, makes a big, big difference. So it's been fun. There's a new energy at PK Park. It started last year with the turf, moving the fence in, kind of the rebranding. Um, and we've seen that momentum carry on to this year. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like we were going to get that with the COVID season. It, it got caught short, and I, I think now we're we're starting to see the, the community and the fan base respond in a big way. Without question, and like you said, the play on the field has been phenomenal. Um, it's good to see the fans embrace that um, and be out there to support these young men and um, 
April 29th. Let's blow it out. That's right. Top five crowd, hopefully, in PK Park history, April 29th. Hey, how about softball, too? A sweep on the road in Tempe. Traditionally, not a very easy place to play either. No, really difficult place to play. And, you know, we went into the weekend basically uh, tied with Arizona State. Um, and to go on the road the way that we did and win, um, you know, three really tough battles. Uh, it's, you know, this league in both of those sports, baseball and softball, is as good as any league yeah. in the country. And when you can go on the road and sweep, um, you know, that's, that, that speaks volumes to your team, the leadership. And so now, again, it sets us up. Uh, if you can start stacking a few of those great weekends together, then you get yourself in a conversation that you want to be in, and that's a home field advantage in that first round. Yeah, and a fun series coming up with Arizona as well. Three games at Jane Sanders Stadium Friday at 730. Hope to see you there. How about some of the other spring sports going on right now? Tennis and golf and acro. There's, it's a busy season. It is a busy season. You know, women's golf is uh, in the second round of the Pac-12. Pac-12 championship round, trying to defend right. their Pac-12 championship. Uh, men's golf just had an incredible finish at the Western Collegiate, one of the top collegiate golf tournaments. So uh, Casey has his team uh, poised to hit the Pac-12 tournament uh, coming up with them. Women's tennis celebrated you know, kind of the senior weekend. Uh, we're able to play outside on Friday, which uh, was great, uh, beautiful day. Um, and then inside on Sunday, hats off to Courtney and that team. You know, They've been battling through a lot. Um, but had a fun senior day celebration. Women's lacrosse had a senior weekend as well with a big win over Arizona State. Um, so a lot, a, a lot going on. Acro getting ready to head to their championship back in West Virginia. I believe that's next week. So uh, yeah, a lot going on. Uh, fun time of year. It's amazing that you got just got your finger on all of it. It's really <laughs> impressive. So I mean, we go through all the programs. What else should fans know what what else is on your desk this yeah time no well we get to you know we this is the time of year kind of the end of the year uh the leagues have their spring meetings so that's when you're you know doing a lot of review uh of the previous year and doing some planning going in uh to the next year so you know we work closely with our coaches you know because the way kind of the legislation process works it usually starts with coaches groups then comes to the administrative group and then you kind of weed out what goes on uh that, that you want to champion going forward so um, late April, early May, we'll be doing a lot of that work. Um, and then, you know, after that, after we get through the championship seasons, we'll, you know, start to do some of that ourselves. Yeah, and then before you know it, we're going to be getting ready for the fall again. It's amazing how fast it happens. Yeah. Well, Rob Mullins, the athletic director here at the University of Oregon, really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. look forward to seeing folks out at Pape, PK, Jane, um, yeah, let's fill Jane Sanders this weekend. It's a, it's a big series, and uh, let's go support our young women. I love it. Well, let's come back. Dan Lanning just got off the practice field. His thoughts on uh, Duck football. After this break, you're listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Trails and rivers. Ready for some SUV action? Drive family adventures with the Highlander. Make a splash with the RAV4. Or haul fun with a Sequoia. Check them at toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom, and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. Dear Sharp Turns, Toyota has more all-wheel drive sedans than any other brand. Get a grip in the stylish Camry, the elegant Crown, the striking new Prius, or the sharp Corolla. Get to Toyota.com already. Toyota, let's go places. For Duck Insider. Duck Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. 
This is an important message from the Mine Safety and Health Administration. Mining fatalities, accidents, and injuries are preventable. Taking a minute to approach your task safely can protect you and your fellow miners from injury and death. Staying alert and focused can keep you safe. Do it safe. Do it right. Whether buckling a seatbelt or securing equipment, these quick safety measures can prevent injuries and fatalities. Take time. Save lives. For more resources, visit MSHA.gov. Back here on Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network. Uh, always appreciate the time from the athletic director, Rob Mullins. Uh, good stuff. And how about the show today? You go from Rob Mullins to Dan Lanning. That's pretty good stuff. Just got off the practice field talking duck football in the spring. Coach Lanning. A uh, good situational day for, from a football standpoint. We worked some four-minute uh, get-the-ball-back scenarios there at the end, a little bit of two-minute coming back. Had a really lively competition, really went back and forth. Saw some big plays down the field from offense today. Saw some big stops on third down uh, in our third down competition. Um, but overall, really competitive practice. I think it was a good day for us to get better. How in-depth of conversation do you have with players after scrimmage, like on Saturday, about where they kind of are on the depth chart and where they are going forward? We're going to talk a lot about depth chart. We talk about how do we get better. Right? That's what we really focus on, right? And uh, how do you get better to where you can be the kind of player that can play for us and operate for us uh, day in and day out on a Saturday. But we, we go we go to the doctor. We do a write-up just like we would in a normal game. We review the film. We have corrections. So all those things are the same. Is that something you do throughout the week, or is there kind of a set time after Saturdays, after scrimmages that you do? Yeah, we covered it all on Monday, right? And then we figure out what we got to do going forward in the next practices. What do we still need to work on? What do we need to improve on? What were the deep dives on the scrimmage? What, what that result in for you guys? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of pieces, right? Uh, I think we got a lot of uh, football players that can play. I think we're uh, have more depth, um, you know, especially defensively right now, have more depth than we did last year. Um, overall, got, got the ability to have a lot of guys that can have success. Need to continue to coach the fundamentals, right, when it comes to ball security or attacking the ball, both sides of that, um, and just playing ball. What are you hoping to do? Obviously, differently, or, or what are you hoping to incorporate differently this week into a second scrimmage? What are you looking for results-wise in the second scrimmage of a different maybe than last week? Yeah, we'll just incorporate a couple more situations, right? Try to uh, create the game before the game. You know, you know, talk about scenarios about when it's right to go down as a runner inbounds as opposed to out of bounds. You know, situational football like that. You mentioned on Saturday with with Terrence out that there'd be guys capable of, of filling in at tight end. Has anybody actually started doing that? on a day-to-day basis in practice, and can you share any of those names? Yeah, uh, a few people, right? Like Mateo's a guy that's had history. Shipley uh, is a little dinged up right now, but he's a guy that's uh, been able to flip over to the other side. We also got guys like Connerly that lined up at tight end last year in a game. So I think we got a lot of guys that have some versatility there, um, but certainly a position that we, we have a need um, for and have our eyes open for it. But Jamal, uh, but, you know, working a couple different positions here, you mentioned his versatility. What about him uh, made him a, a kind of fit there, and what have you seen from him when he's at the second level so far this uh, this spring? Yeah, smart player. Um, you know, tries really hard, plays really hard. I think that shows up consistently. The effort that he plays with uh, can you know take information, you know, use it to, to figure out what he needs to do better the next time, uh, and then just p- plays with a level of intensity. I think he has a lot of respect from his peers. Last year we saw Jordan James have mostly a role in that, that 14J package, those, those short yardage packages, but he kind of started to expand that late in the Oregon State game and the bowl game. How have you seen that continue to expand this offseason? Yeah, I think Jordan's a complete running back. I think he can do um, all things, and we want to challenge him to continue to do more. Inside backer, with, we bring in Connor and Justin and a couple, now it's almost 10 practices in. Just where do they start to, to fit for you? What are you starting to see from them in terms of you know upside and, and what you saw from film? And what are they translating here versus what they need to work on? Yeah, those guys are just working really hard. I think we got a really good competitive group that works well, meshes well together. Um, both those guys are productive players. Have you know? I think we have a lot more special teams value in those positions this year than we have la- last year. And we want starters to be able to play on special teams for us. Um, but those guys just ultimately uh, they work really hard, right? And they're starting to reap you know the benefits, uh, the fruits of their labor. To that point, I don't think we've asked you much about the return game. I'm not sure how much live hunting and kicking you've done, but zoom in starting to pop there for either the kick or punt return. 
Yeah, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of returner action. I think there's, uh, we have several guys on our team that can go back there and be returners right now. Still trying to find some more consistency now at the uh, punting position. We've had some guys that are hemmed up a little bit, but I think we have good experience there with Boyle and Cam and different guys that have kicked. Um, but continuing to compete, at, uh, continue to compete at punt and figure out where we're at there. Overall, you talked this year that you know defense is kind of taking a, a step in the second year. Have you seen that happen with special teams a little bit as well? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think uh, comfortability in the scheme, you know, but ultimately a lot of times it comes to, you know, one person's performance on each play, and we want to find some more consistency on, on those plays. You mentioned yeah. putting more starters on there, Dan, and again, to casual observers, they'd say, well, how come you just didn't do that before? But part of it is it something that, especially last season, just you don't want to risk things for certain guys, and just we talk about depth, that depth enables you to do that with some guys where putting some starters on there is maybe not a great idea last season at times. Yeah, I mean, I just ultimately you got to have guys that want to go out there and compete and be great for their team and do that for their team. And, uh, you know, when you have great competition, you have a lot of guys that can play, you have more guys that can play special teams. We haven't talked a lot about him, but how, what have you seen from Johnny Cornelius through these 10, 10 practices so far? Yeah, I think he's playing faster and faster every day as he gets more acclimated. I, you know, obviously Coach Terry's doing a great job coaching him, really excited about his demeanor on the field. And as he continues to pick things up, I think he has uh, got a chance to be really successful. J.J. Greenfield. Broadway, we would go back to the Holiday Bowl. He was finishing off and, and running with the twos quite a bit and productive guy by the end of the season for you. What has he brought so far this spring and as he kind of progresses? Yeah, he's kind of a uh, Swiss Army knife. He can play a lot of positions, all, both safety positions with a star position. Again, a guy that can do things on special teams as well. So, I'm, you know, appreciate how he's worked. How are things looking behind Bo, Nick's backups? Or how's the improvement there? Or how's it going? Yeah, Ty had a really good day today. I thought it was today was probably Ty's most uh, impressive practice so far this spring. Thought he did a lot of really good things out there operating as a quarterback. Um, Austin's continuing to come along there, um, but continue to you know create more competition at that position. You've got a couple of true freshmen at deep safety, and kind of the further away you are from the ball, I don't know if you ascribe to the idea that the further away you are, the theoretically the faster you could play or, or acclimate. What have you seen from Cody and Tyler and? and their ability to acclimate quickly, potentially deep safety. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that statement. I mean, I think I think they don't have they have a lot more checks and a lot more adjustments than a three technique has, right? So, um, ultimately, both those guys uh, are working really hard. They do a really good job. Um, so far, I've been impressed with them. You don't want to go back and watch practice today and see how they did, but I saw a couple good uh, hits. They're both willing tacklers. Um, certainly, want to, are willing to put their face in the fan. What are your thoughts of the portal window this this spring, Dan? That. I mean, Guys are going to go in and out all over the country. But in terms of just the timing, because it probably helps more the semester schools who were wrapped up already versus quarter schools that still have a week or two to go. And I realize some of that's choice, but what are your thoughts of just the timing of this as opposed to if it was in May or not having a spring window at all? Or Yeah, I'd rather it be now than May. I mean, ultimately in May, you're going to be on the road as a coach, you know, recruiting. So it's not like you can be here, um, you know, to hosting and being at home, you know, checking on house. So we're here. Um, yeah, the portals, it's, it's in, it's here, it exists, so we're going to adapt and adjust to it. But well, I think we're doing as good a job as anybody when it comes to that. How do you feel like the overall team speed's improved since you arrived last spring? Yeah, I think we're faster, I think we're bigger, I think we're stronger. I think that's, you know, really credit to our, our weight room staff, you know, Coach Love, Jaws, really that, that whole group in there. Uh, Shad, you know, uh, Coach Tupo. I mean, we just got a bunch of guys, Coach Davis, that have done a great job in the offseason training. And then we do a good job of monitoring it, too, and making sure we continue to hit high speeds. Is there anybody who's kind of caught your eye in that sense who's substantially just appears more athletic than they were last year? Uh, I don't know that I'd say that. You know, Tez hit a deep ball uh, today, and he, he wasn't here with us last year, but he obviously has some real speed, which is nice to see out there on the field. Appreciate it. There's Coach Lanning off the practice field. Uh, that one was real fresh. That was from today. Now, this past Saturday, the media got a chance to catch up with the kicker, Camden Lewis, who is always one of my favorite interviews. I, I like hearing from the kickers. They have an interesting perspective. Camden Lewis uh, certainly had that, and here he is. How's your swing? Good. Um, wait, field goal or? Goal? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if actually recording this or not. Uh, the swing is actually in great shape. Off the camera, yeah, it's in great shape. I'm playing pretty well right now. Um, the specials, it's like our bonding time. You know yeah. what I mean? The, it's like our time to kind of go out and get our minds off football. Like, you know, go be competitive in another environment, which I think is huge for, like, just our mental state. So, so you're, you're kind of the veteran of the group. You've got a lot of young guys, a lot of new guys. How do you kind of facilitate that off the field bombing time with everyone 
I just uh, I try to organize stuff as much as possible. Um, a lot of us live closer together now, which is nice. We got the freshmen over there, like the Chase, and then the guys at Ducks. Like we're all kind of like in the same like area, so we can hang out a lot. Like you know, watching different sporting events on the weekends and things like that. Uh, and then golf really is is the thing we're doing. And you know, I'm just trying to teach these guys the things I wish I knew when I was their age, because there's things that take years of experience. There's things that an 18 year old you know, doesn't come here knowing or, you know, isn't able to, you know, go out there perform mentally the way they want to because they haven't matured yet. They don't know. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to get those guys started on the kind of stuff that's helped me as early as possible so that they're ready when their time comes. What have you seen? I know Grant, it sounds like it's kind of dinged up right now. Dan has said a couple of times, does he seem like a willing learner? And I don't know if you've seen him kick too much because of the injury, but like, what have you seen from him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just a natural, you know, there's, there's guys who, and there's a reason he was the number one kicker in the country. Like, you know, he's he's got that natural, strong leg speed. Like, the things that just come with, you know, being a good, being a great kicker. kicker. So, um, this offseason we got to work a ton. So he's 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 been he's been healthy. He's fine. Um, probably, he's not really injured. He's he's doing good. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he's fine. I kicked today. Um, he's hitting the ball well though, and I'm just trying to. You know, it's not like he can't make a ball go through the yellow post. You know what I mean? That's things I've talked about a lot. Like, as a freshman, I had no trouble kicking a ball. But, you know, when he goes out there on a game day, like, how are you going to perform? And I want to make sure he's ready for that. How was he today? Then? Good. He's hitting the ball well. Um, there's obviously some things I want to clean up with, like, his little mechanics and things. Um, just to get a little more distance, a little more power. But, like, he's got it in him. He's, he's going to be a good kicker. As a veteran kicker, are you kind of a pseudo position coach almost or an extension of that with some of the younger guys just because you've been through this a long time i know you said in the past oh, you guys yeah. spent so much time kind of in groups together i would definitely say so um i mean and coaching kickers is something i want to go into after hmm. football um i want to be able to give back you know the knowledge that i've gained and even through the recruiting process things like that like i want to teach people you know what it takes to, to get to this level and perform well at this level but um yeah, I, I would almost consider myself like kind of like our kicking coach, you know, like as much as I can be. I'm not a great punting coach, but the mentality is the same. I can coach the mentality the same in any position, really. But yeah, like you talk about like Coach Loy, like, you know, he knows a lot about kicking, but he's, you know, he's a scheme coach. Like right. they, they coach the scheme. That's what they're experts on. So uh, I try to take over as much as I can the role of, you know, teaching guys, you know, how to kick a football. You, know? you, you were so good last year. Where, where, where are you focusing on right now? to get better at is it just toning in on the things that you're really good or are there areas you're specifically trying to target right now i mean there's obviously little swing changes you can make um same thing as golf uh i can get better i can get more distance out of my kicks like i can i can get coach landing's confidence to kick a 55 yard field goal up you know things like that like i I want coach landing to see you know those kicks in practice traveling further going higher better rotation uh you can always get better so there's things justin tucker's still working on you know what i mean any impressions of Luke Dunn so far? Yeah, the kid's a natural. Like he's he's got a huge leg. Um, all those guys coming from I don't know what they're feeding those kids, but they just boot the ball. Ross too. Like we got two really natural punchers that I think I have a ton of potential. And once they lock in that mental stuff, like I think we're going to be really good there. Any thoughts on the uh, the Jake facility? How about you, V? The what, the what? The Jake, the new golf facility out in Valley. You've seen the, the <laughs> yeah, drops of any of those? Yeah, I hope I get an invite out there. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. I got some buddies in the golf team, so I'm hoping hoping I can get a few texts when <laughs> that thing's good. over. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Do you guys interact with, I mean, you guys talk about golf all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you interact with people on the golf team? Are you For good sure. friends with them? Yeah. Um, the mentality of golf and kicking is very similar. I mean, just like any sport. Uh, I got a couple of buddies on the team who I've taken classes with and gone out to play with. I think playing with good golfers makes me a better golfer too. That's obviously like, that's what people say, but um, yeah, I, I try to get out there as much and even learn from those guys, you know, you know, what are you saying in your head before you swing? Like, like what are your little triggers? Like what makes you perform to your best of your ability? Like that'll help me kick. So for sure. Some changes in terms of the personnel that would be snapping and holding the ball for you. And that's mm-hmm. been something that shifted a little bit over the last couple of years, just with some players out, but no Carson out there. What's it kind of been like, and I like, guess you guys have done enough live kicking where you guys have kind of gotten confident in that. Fortunately, uh, Luke Bassett got a lot of reps last year. Um, so I'm really, really confident with Luke. Uh, and then we brought in two other snappers who are really good. They're really talented guys. We're going to push Luke even more. But having a snapper here who had that experience last year, um, some of the field goals I kicked last year, Luke snapped. He snapped like almost half of our PATs. Um, he's got that game experience. So if he wins the job, then I'm going to have a ton of confidence in him. And then Ross James and, and Luke Dunn have been holding. Uh, I those guys are both getting really good, so that'll be a battle there. Um, but 
I mean, they both are performing really well in practice. Why is the maybe I've asked you this before? Why is the punter a logical option to be the holder? Is it just because you guys are close and yeah. that's kind of a chemistry thing? Yeah, you can't ask the quarterback in the middle of practice to go practice holding. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could, but they're going to say no. <laughs> um, so it's it's really like we have so much time. It's something else for us to work on and become experts at. Like we during practice, we're on another field, you know, just right. like we need something to do at that time. And it's like, why not become an expert holder? And now I have a ton of confidence because I see this guy do it over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So it's just that time we have to, to work on it, really. Camden Lewis talking about a whole myriad of topics. Give me the golf content. Thank you, Camden Lewis. Maybe, you know. I'd like to see how his game is. Good kicker. I'm sure he's a good golfer. It's all about that coordination. Uh, still ahead, Oregon baseball news, Oregon softball news. Talk some Alley Bunker. Yeah, good stuff coming on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Weight room to the classroom. On the field and off it. On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Duck fans, we're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. Rock Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Welcome back to Duck Insider here on the Oregon Sports Network. Jordan Brenner filling in for Joey Mack. He's actually now on his way to Portland for tonight's baseball game with uh, the Portland Pilots on the road. We'll look ahead to that game in a second, but first want to shout out Allie Bunker. Some tremendous news for Oregon softball's second baseman. Selected 16th overall by the U-Triple-S-A pride in the 2023 women's professional fast pitch draft held on Monday. Monday. Huntington Beach native, the fourth pick in the fourth round, was the fourth pick in the fourth round and was one of the first uh, five Pac-12 players chosen on Monday. Uh, Bunker, of course, everybody knows how good she is. She... Leads the Ducks right now with a 391 average, slugging close to 700 this year. Team best 40 runs batted in. Is that really true? Team best 40 runs batted in, Ryan? Sabine Ceballos, I think, has exactly 40 runs batted in for Duck Baseball to lead the team. How about that for a nugget? Uh, well, we're focused on Allie Bunker now, though. A, a great, uh, great piece of news for her, and that's exciting. By the way, Oregon softball is supposed to be in action tonight with the doubleheader, and that has been rained out. So a cancellation. Tickets uh, can be transferred over 
to another game, and you can get more information at goducks.com forward slash tickets. Big series coming up for Ducks softball this weekend against Arizona. Uh, road trip starting tonight for Oregon Duck baseball on the road against a very good Portland team, a program that has been steadily getting better and better and better, which actually you like to see if you're Oregon because that helps boost your RPI if you can play those types of teams in the midweek. All-time, Oregon holds a 108-39 edge in the series, 29-11 and 11 advantage uh, when games are played in Portland. The Ducks are 5-1 and one against the Pilots in the Mark Wazikowski era. The Ducks swept the two-game series last year, and, uh, well, they beat them already this year as well. This is a critical moment in time for Duck baseball. You take two out of three against a top ten Stanford team. How do you build that momentum? So you play again today against Portland this weekend on the road against the California Golden Bears, which is never an easy place to play. You know, the the game against Cal on the road counts the exact same as a Friday night game against Stanford. So momentum, trying to uh, sustain that for sure. Uh, Duck baseball coming up tonight, and you can listen to Joey Mack on the call from Portland. Supposed to be a little rainy. Wind usually comes in from the outfield. It will probably be hard to hit a home run tonight, which maybe means it could be a Riku Nishida small ball type of game. Looking forward to listening to Joey and following that one tonight. Jordan James just got off the practice field. Freshman running back bursting onto the scene last year, heading into year two, spring football. Jordan James. What's it been like being out west? And obviously it's a different from where you're from, but just experiences being in Oregon. Uh, yeah, I'm originally from the south, so it's like kind of a culture shock coming out here to Eugene, but it's pretty cool so far. Uh, it's different weather, you know, different environment, but I like I like my teammates, the guys I'm out here with, so they make it make up for all that. What did you take away from your first year? Obviously kind of probably unique to be involved in a specific package like that, and most of your snaps are there, but how do you build off of what you did last year, I guess? Yeah, just learning from last year, uh, looking at the guys ahead of me, Bucky and Noah, just seeing what they do and, you know, taking it day by day, step by step. What do those, those guys do that make them maybe good uh, mentors or, or good people to follow? It's just the way they come to work. They come to work every day. Uh, this, whether it's being here early, being here late, they, they just come to work. Your, uh, your recruiting process last year, you are one of the you know one of the big early wins for, for this coaching staff flipping from Georgia. What was that like for you kind of deciding to come out here? And I don't know if you specifically followed Dan out here, but just that decision process for you, what was that like? Uh, it, it had a lot to do with Coach Locke. Uh, I, I wanted to be coached by the best running back coach in the game, so that's, that's all it is right there. What is it about him that is just so enticing that you want to play for? It's just the way he – it's just the backs he – he's produced already. Uh, so he's produced a lot of great backs in the league. Uh, the way he pours into people, the, he's uh, he's he's big on relationships. So that, that was a big factor too. When did you first – because he was in Memphis for a really long time. When, when did you meet him and kind of get to know him, and what was that process like? I actually got to know him at, when he was at Florida State. So he offered me at Florida State, and I built a relationship with him there. And he kind of hit me up a little bit when he was at Western Kentucky, but not really. Then he came back on the scene um, when he got back to Oregon. So, so that was, what, two and a half years? years ago maybe yeah, something, like, something that. like that okay and how, how are you kind of feeling like you're fitting with this group and I guess this year it's a little different some some guys left some new guys have come in but kind of what's the feel and your, your fit with this group I feel like I fit in pretty well uh, we you know we we try to play as one so we we just try to build our play off each other uh one guy's rolling let him roll you feel me just like that what have you seen from this this new offensive line group obviously last year such a veteran group had a lot of success what do you what do you see from this these guys this year uh they're they're there's some big dudes there's some good dudes they can play and um it's it's, we gotta we gotta get some stuff together, but we're we're gonna be all right. How about the two young running backs? What do you what do you? I, it's weird to ask you because you're also yeah. a young guy, but the two yeah. true freshmen that just yeah. got here. What do you make of those two guys? Ah, uh, no, they're they're great players. They're good players, and they're gonna be they're gonna be super good to use in the future. Did you know Dante at all? I know he's just from the southeast. Yeah, actually, I didn't know Dante that well, for but he's a he's a funny dude. Dante's a clown in my room. He's funny. So last year being in the, you know, the 14J package, what do you have to, to show to the fan base now that your role is kind of growing more? What do you what do you hope that fans kind of know you for as more than just a, a goal line runner? Uh, just that I can I can do it all. You know, I can catch up the backfield. I can base down, short yardage, anything. So. You like being more in an open field, or you kind of like just putting your head down, and run to the line? Uh, just I'm I'm comfortable in any situation. So yeah. 
not asking for any secrets, but do you think there's going to be kind of a 14J, something like that this year? I know the offensive coordinator who ran it last year is not here. Is that something you expect? Uh, we'll probably have something like that, similar building off of it. So, It's Jordan James. You know, to, to be a freshman running back and to have the impact that he had last year, uh, that, was, that was impressive. Now, can his role grow? moving forward i think uh i think we could see that for jordan james moving forward it is a stacked running back room but uh good to hear from him during spring ball time for development it's a huge week for oregon women's golf they are currently in action at the pac-12 championships round one completed yesterday and well the ducks battled to Finish even par with a 288 as a club yesterday. That was good for tied for fourth, so they were in position yesterday to go on a little bit of a run. Uh, you saw good rounds from uh, Brownish Cone, who shot a 71, which was a one under, uh, and the Ducks notched their seventh par or better round of the season. Tied for fourth with Cal, still behind teams like Stanford, USC, and Arizona. And, you know, in position. Got to get hot to make a run here. Arizona, on the course today, has started to really separate. They're 7-under as a team. But USC is within striking distance. Stanford is within striking distance. And the Ducks have started to get the birdies to fall today. They're 3-under for the day and putting themselves uh, in position. And technically, they've moved up the leaderboard because they're no longer tied for fourth. They are alone in fourth place, and it's looking like a four-team race down the stretch uh, heading uh, forward in the Pac-12 championships. Postseason golf, exciting time of year. The Ducks are defending their title, which they won last year. Still more to come on Duck Insider. We are going back to spring football with some more interviews after this break. Coming back to the Country Financial Studio on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Our Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Back here inside the Country Financial Studio Duck Insider is brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Jordan Brenner. Spring football. Next up, Keon Ware-Hudson, a defensive tackle who the analytics nerds really like. Pro football focus graded him as fourth best as a Duck defender. Now, what does that mean? I don't know, but he had a big game against Arizona. 
He uh, recorded a fumble in that game, was dominant against the Buffaloes last year, uh, making one start last year. I think he's due for a big season. Here's what he had to say off the practice field today, Keon Ware Hudson. Keon uh, Ware Hudson. Um, so I know after practice you kind of get hungry. What's, what's going to be your favorite meal to go to after this? Probably corned beef and rice. Oh. I feel like that fills me up the best after What's the spring been like for you? Obviously, you were kind of on the shelf last spring and didn't get really a full kind of off-season right. preparation. Is it, is it just better in that sense, oh, obviously? Yeah. It, it was a whole lot different. Like like you were saying, last year I didn't get really get the whole spring and the whole workout before spring. So I felt like this year I took it to an advantage and, you know, really worked on my body, worked on, like, being able to move better and shit. So I felt like coming into the spring, I felt a lot better. All you guys last year is you, Popo, yeah. Doorless. Does, right. it, does it just feel like there's a little bit better sense of continuity right now than there was a year ago? Yeah, there definitely is. I feel like we the older guys in the room, so not having us out there on the field last spring was, you know, it was rough, but, you know, we had Taki and Swad there, so they was there to, like, keep the groom up. This room now, you guys get a bunch of returning starters. Right. Just where do you feel like the – or how talented do you feel like this room is going into the season? I feel, I feel like we're really talented. You know, like you said, we had one of the old guys, the vets in the room, so – and I feel like everyone in that room knows what we need and what we want to achieve this year. So I feel like everything, we have the younger guys look up to us like Ben right here. So, you know, we try to set a standard in there. What was your biggest focus going into the offseason? Like, what part of your game did you feel you really wanted to improve? Um, I felt like my run game, you know, I try to, like, critique it a little bit, you know, focus on my steps, not to try to overstride on things. And, you know, my pastures too. I try to work on pastures during the offseason. With guys like Brandon Dorless, Taki, like what are they? What have they taught you, especially in the offseason this spring? What, what has it been like working with them? Two good guys that you named, because Taki's good to run, uh, be able to stop the run, and Brandon obviously the passers guy. So, you know, BD be showing me some moves and stuff, and I usually like try to take it and implement it to my game. You know, Taki be telling me like play with a bigger base and stuff. So, other new faces on the offensive line that you're going against. Just what have you seen from them so far as well? Uh, I feel like they got some good dudes in there. I feel like they was lacking depth, and I felt like they got the right dudes. You know, AJ, who you got, George as well. Um, I haven't seen Junior yet, but everyone that's in that room, I feel like it added a plus to the uh, offensive line. Coming off after this first scrimmage, just what are you looking to improve upon going into the second one this weekend? Um, Just be able to show more effort. You know, I feel like having more of a relentless effort, running to the ball and breaking the stack, so. Terry talked about how he hyped you guys up before going against his group. What are those conversations like? What did he tell you guys? That's, that's my dog. Since 2019, we always been in contact, so he always try to hype us up, you know, telling his old line that we're talking trash or something, so get them fired up. But, you know, it's always a good time talking to him. What was it like hearing that he was coming back as a full-time offensive line coach? Oh, it was great news. I mean, he hit us up before. He was saying, like, my boys, I'm back I'm back in the city. So we was all excited for him. And, you know, it's well-earned for him. What have your impressions of Jordan Birch been so far? A freak athlete. I feel like he's able to do everything, like stop the run, pass us, whatever you need. That's what Keon doing in the interview. <laughs> I feel like he could go inside. I feel like he could go inside and everything, so – uses athleticism to play all over the D-line and stuff. That's kind of the first thing that everybody says, just yeah. freak, freak athlete. Yeah. Does he remind, remind you of anybody in that sense? Um, I see more like a Jadavion Clowney. You know, I feel like he's able to go move inside, play outside and all of that, be able to drop back as well. So, What are your biggest expectations, what are your expectations for this season? Like, What, what, are, you, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. My personal goals are? All the above. Uh, I'm going to just go with team goal. I feel like... We definitely want to win Pac-12 championship, you know, and further on going deeper in the postseason and stuff. Uh, I felt like we had a group to do it, and then our connection is real strong. So I felt like we're getting there, but it's, it's going to take time and build steps up there. Working still on the inside, is there any, any change to where you're lining up this Yeah, I'm spring? basically moving all over. You know, we have some packages where – the big guys would go outside and use the strength and get off and stuff. But, yeah, basically all over the line. So, like, for you, lining up on the outside, using the strength. I feel like I'm a big athletic dude, so be able to go out there and show my athleticism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that all you guys? 
Pinger is it exclusive to you? We, we've heard Mace that he's kind of playing. We all be positioning, swapping, and everything. I mean, I feel like everyone in the room could be able to do both sides. So, yeah. That's Keon Ware Hudson. Good show today. Duck Insider. We had Rob Mullins. We had Dan Lanning. Appreciate the entire crew. We're back tomorrow, hopefully breaking down a Duck baseball victory against Portland. Thanks, everybody. Go Ducks. Talk to you tomorrow. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be shared with friends or family. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past a turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's, it's our roads. It's, it's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. You've been listening to Doc Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.